Blog Talk Radio. services, the doctors and nurses from the first-line responders to COVID. 
and also the wonderful people to clean up after him and the people in the markets to keep ourselves stocked during this pandemic. Tonight's show is dedicated to a young man, uh, father of four, a tremendous, tremendous person and person that, that took care of his family, his friends, and the city of Philadelphia. Last Saturday night, about this time, a young man, Chris Fitzgerald, responded to a carjacking. As he got out of his car, the the assailant turned and shot him shot him in the head. As Chris went down, this scumbag turned around and went went through his pockets to get any change or cash or anything he could, and took his wallet. Um, to Chris and his family, his father is, is Chief uh, Mike uh, Fitzgerald of Philadelphia Police Department. A decorated uh, police officer. Uh, Chris has been posthumously uh, uh, promoted to sergeant in both the city sheriff's department of Philadelphia, which he worked for before he went to Temple University, and the Temple University Police Department. So, to the family, uh, Chris, Mike, and the whole family, we we send out our deepest sympathies. Well, Bob, uh, it's uh, time to get started here. And, um, I, I guess we were you were ready to start watching a, a, a great fight tonight, but uh, it doesn't look like it's going to happen, huh? Yeah, like just found out. I mean, right when I got home from work, I tuned into the UFC, and they were still promoting it uh, like it was going to happen. And then as I was looking for some other stuff, uh, it it popped up that uh, Krylov and Span was uh, canceled last minute. So. Uh, just within the last half hour or so, um, the main event got canceled, and now it's going to be headlined by Andre Munez and Brendan Allen, which are middleweights. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as Ryan Spann, you know, coming in, bigger guy uh, against Nikita Krylov, who, in my opinion, is probably the better fighter, um, that would have been a great, great show for tonight. But that just, uh, that that's done. And, like, like the rest of today, it's just things are just kind of falling apart for the UFC tonight. Mm-hmm. It, it seems that uh, things like that happened uh, almost last week when they had to stop the fight because, or someone lost the fight because of a, a um, what do they call it, a malfunction of their, uh, their uniform? <laughs> right. Okay. So that takes us to last week uh, at. Uh, um, you know, UFC night uh, fight night, uh, Andrade versus Blanchfield. And, um, it's, it, uh, again, we were talking about last week, Jessica Andrade, you know, she was a, a champion at one point. Um, she defeated Rose Nana Nunes back in 2019. Didn't, uh, you know, stay champion for very long, but she was, you know, ranked, I think, uh, six, um, and was going, you know, working her way up for a, another title fight and took a last minute fight against uh, undefeated Aaron Blanchfield, who was coming up and, and Blanchfield wasn't even, you know, in the top 15. And, you know, we all talked about it last week, how this, this, this is kind of lose, lose almost for Andrade and boom, boy, did she get manhandled and, 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 uh, and defeated by Aaron Blanchfield. Now a day later, the, the tweet or whatever came out that Andrade was apologizing. She's, she said, it's not an excuse, but my boob popped out, and I had to tuck my boob back in, and that's all I could think about, so she got the takedown. So she says, 
it was a uh, wardrobe malfunction that took her off her game. Um, I've watched the highlights. I've watched everything on YouTube. And I was really paying attention. I didn't see no boob. Uh, the, the, so no boob came out. But if you want to see that, uh, Andrade has an OnlyFans page that we talked about several shows ago. So apparently she doesn't want her boob to come out unless you're paying her directly. So I'm not sure. Right. But anyway, big loss from uh, Jessica Andrade. Um, boob failure, wardrobe malfunction. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was a huge loss for her. Yeah. Hey, what about uh, <clears throat> Islam Makachev? Uh, seems to be having a problem uh, getting your Drew Clover down. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, he's having a problem with what now? Sorry, I didn't hear that. He, he, they think he's going to have a problem getting uh, Drew uh, uh, Dober down. D-O-B-E-R. Oh, yeah, Drew Dober. Drew Dober's out of uh, Colorado. Um, Dober, you know, he got that recent win. Um, I remember talking about that a few weeks back. Um, so Drew Dober, I know his coach, uh, Oscar Martinez, pretty well. Um, so Drew Dober's got great uh, wrestling and stuff, and then he can take a punch. So that will be that will be interesting. But as far as Makachev, um, what I've got on Makachev right now is is everyone's like Dober's team. Everyone everyone's talking about him uh, doing IV. Uh, um, well, yeah, you're gaining weight back with an IV. They, UFC made that illegal, I don't know, about four to seven years ago, something like that. I can't remember. I'm not good with dates and names. But uh, uh, it used to be able to, what you would cut a bunch of weight, go down a weight class, and then make weight. And then right after that, the doctors would stand around and throw some banana bags in you and, and rehydrate you back up. And these guys were, you know, gaining 10 to 15 and even more pounds by the next day, uh, going back in hydrated for their fights and doing amazing. So UFC uh, made those, uh, you, you couldn't use the IV anymore to rehydrate. Um, now there was talk that Makachev did that in Australia. Now Australia's boxing commission doesn't adhere to the U S standards. And so they allow that, but, uh, Makachev's team is still saying that they, he didn't do it anyway. Um, and everyone else is trying to say that he does do that. Cause again, we talked a while back how Makachev didn't make weight, um, for, for a, for a, you know, a title fight or a while back. So that's a big contention. That's a big problem for Makachev. If he can't stay at that weight, uh, that he's at right now, um, and, and, you know, come back and be healthy to fight at that weight, that's a problem. So if they match him up against Drew Dober, I know they'll be watching him closely. Um, the internet buzz is like, oh, you know, Makachev got a suspension. Every fighter gets a suspension after a UFC fight, unless you go out and dominate the guy and it's a clean knockout right off the bat with no injuries. Um, but anybody that gets, you know, in a fight usually has a 30 day medical suspension or even further, um, a couple other guys are on the cup right now for 180 days, uh, and Makachev's only, you know, not allowed to fight for 14 days. So it's not a real mm-hmm. big suspension, um, anything like that. Um, he'll be back in there soon. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so we'll, that'll be something to keep our eyes on and, and watch or whatever, and then we'll see his next uh, lineup if he gets through Dober or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the other one I had on online tonight was for uh, Aljamain uh, Sterling and uh, Henry 
Jo, what's your thoughts on that one? Um, Alamein Sterling, I really like. I, I I didn't look that one up. I'm sorry. Um, so uh, are they are they supposed to be fighting uh, soon? Yes. Or do they fight? What are you talking about here? You get the uh, the right date up. Sterling versus versus who? Uh, yeah, there's, they uh, they're on uh, UFC 288. Oh, 288. So um, right. 288. That'll be a while off. Let's see. Let me click over here. Yeah, I haven't heard much on that one. I'm sorry. I mean, the the most the, the big one we're looking forward to is is uh, <laughs> next weekend, uh, 285, uh, John Jones comeback versus Cyril Gain. Right. So that's a big one. Yeah, I, I had that as our next one. I had to that one. Yeah, I didn't have anything on Sterling. I apologize. Yeah, well, his last fight, uh, he defended his belt against T.J. Uh, Dillenshaw on 280 in October. Right, right. Uh, and he, that was that was a now, great fight too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we thought um, Dillashaw would do. I mean, Dillashaw did great hanging in there, but Alarmaine Sterling just did too good of a job. So, mm-hmm. what do you think? Uh, again, uh, we have uh, Jake Paul and uh, Tony Fury. It's, it's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, when I was tuning in tonight on ESPN Plus, it asked me if I wanted to buy a lot, and there wasn't a hell no Ooh. button. Um, yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, I, 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 again, Jake Paul, uh, I'm not interested in guys that haven't worked their way up, you know, uh, through the amateurs and the pros. You know, he, he's, a, he's a celebrity boxer at best. Um, you know, I do like that he's given some money to, you know, some trainers and stuff like that to get in the game, but he hasn't paid his dues. So I hope Freary takes his head off, even if that's yeah. uh, the brother. Well, even at the, uh, at the weigh-in, uh, Fury said he saw uh, fear in Paul's eyes, and that's why he nudged him uh, before he got off the scale, or before nice. he got off the stage. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, he's planning a win anyway. Huh? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the uh, uh, yeah, like you said, it, it, the minute you know, it, I don't understand how in the old days in boxing. You had almost 100 fights before you got a chance for the championship fight with a big bout on TV. Uh-huh. Now these guys coming out with six, seven, ten are fighting these big, big uh, fights and, and uh, taking away big money. You know, the, the uh, Robinsons and the uh, all those guys, they, they never made uh, the money that they're making today. You know, $60,000 right. was a great Hell, uh, there's a guy here in town, Dave Jaco, uh, who fought Terry uh, uh, Cooney and knocked him out. And his uh, his whole his whole belt from that was was five thousand dollars. So unfortunately, yeah. before Jaco got home, uh, he had spent ninety percent of it uh, on bars and drinking with uh, with his buddies. <laughs> he, today he's still a, a, you know well in shape. Uh, his two boys have uh, gyms. They were both boxers, and now are, are uh, uh, gym owners and, and uh, instructors, and doing very well, both of them. Um, 
And, uh, you know, uh, Aaron was the last one to fight uh, back in uh, eight, uh, 2019. Uh, they put him in a, in a fight out in uh, California, and um, he said he got up, up off the stool for the second round. <clears throat> he said Kelbrook hit him so hard, he just went back to the back to the uh, ring and went back to his corner, and uh, they, they called the fight. He said, afterwards, I asked him, I said, what happened? Said he hit me so hard, I could see my whole life in front of me, and I want to. I want to raise my kids. I don't want to do this. And right. You, you can't can't fault the guy for that. You know. Right. And today, today in so many of the sports, they're they're owned by uh, Las Vegas, and the money that's being bet on them. I, mean, I can tell you stories of actually um, people getting calls after fights and after games. Uh, saying, why did you do this? We had a lot of money riding on you. scaring the living shit out of us. To a point where the uh, uh, MLB uh, has done a, a complete investigation and has arrested somebody for it. Uh, and uh, the uh, unfortunately, the boxing uh, don't have a, uh, don't have a uh, law enforcement uh, uh, group with them. So that just went by the wayside. But uh, this is this is crazy. Uh, for years, they they fought to get into uh, the uh, sports, and sports fought to keep them out. And this is exactly the reason why the sports wanted to keep them out. You know, they didn't want to go through all this. Yeah, it, yeah, it's sad. Yeah. I mean, you know, talking about money and stuff. I mean, back when I started, I was you know Washington State trainer Maurice Smith. Uh, we do kickboxing events and stuff like that. And MMA was just first coming around. I mean, I. I, I was there when it, you know, I was a kickboxer when, when MMA for or UFC first hit, you know, uh, the scenes in Colorado. And then um, and mm-hmm. in Washington State, you know, going up to Canada all the time and, and competing. And, you know, we'd, we'd get, you know, a couple hundred dollars as an amateur for per diem for travel money mm-hmm. and to get up there and right. stay in a hotel and, and then go fight. But they give us a little per diem. And, he, and then, mm-hmm. you know, years later, I opened my gym again. And I started promoting some fighters. They were only offering these fighters, like you know, as a pro, like their first pro debut, three hundred to show and three hundred to win. I'm like, man, I used to get more than that per diem, you, you know, yeah. as an amateur. And these were their pro rankings. And you know, I was sitting on purses, you know, ten and fifteen thousand for the big show. And now, you know, these guys are fighting for pennies. And and mm-hmm. and, and that brings me to. Uh, I was, I was looking for stuff for the night, um, you know, and everyone, all of our listeners know Misha Tate's one of my favorite female fighters, but apparently Ronda Rousey just took my number one spot because she's out there, uh, spearheading, uh, a UFC, uh, retired fighters, uh, support thing, uh, like fun. So apparently, um, boxers have a, a fund out there. But Rousey and the California State Representative Matt Haney are sponsoring a bill to set up a pension fund for retired MMA fighters, still me, still me, right. um, who have competed a certain amount of times in the state. Um, so that's something that she's doing. Uh, not only is she enjoying her career in, in, uh, uh, in uh, uh, what is that, wrestling or the WWE, I don't know what they call it, WWF, mm-hmm. that's World Wrestling Foundation, what a federation, but it was taken over by – 
World Wildlife Foundation. But anyway, for WWE, she's got that career there. She's making plenty of money. But, you know, for the retired fighters of the sport, some of us broke guys that, you know, go out there and just get beat up for a living and don't make a whole lot of money. So mm-hmm. I, I really, really respect that, that she's going after that. And, uh, you know, she's hoping that bill gets passed. I'm not sure when that goes through, but that was cool to see tonight in the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to pass, by the way. Um, and she, she's very upset about it. But, uh, that's, that's not the first time that's happened in California. There's a uh, boxer, um, the uh, Bronx Bomber, um, that was was on with us many many years ago, and many he was like uh, we had him on every third or fourth show. Was trying to raise money because what he was doing was going back using the, his own money, just living off his uh, his uh, uh, social security, uh, and he raised some money and he would get uh, old boxes that were beat up and hurt and everything else, and he would try and get them into rehab or to get them into a oh. hospital or whatever he could do to. To help uh, help them out. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Hey. Yeah. Um, the, 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 there was there was a question about uh, a certain uh, fighter. Uh, was it Norello Avili? Uh, allegedly bit uh, his opponent during a, a, a match. This last match on the two 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 twenty. Did you yeah, I didn't hear anything about that. Oh, somebody pulling a Tyson? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Nice. I have never yeah. bit an ear. I Maybe they taste good. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. What, what do you think about yeah. you think, I mean, uh Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, you would have to spit out your mouthpiece first to even get a good chunk of that. I mean, if you've ever tried to bite anything with your mouth in, that, that doesn't work out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about uh, Rob Font uh, and Adrian uh, Yan? Uh, Font's pretty good. I haven't looked up that fight either. I'm sorry. When uh, I'm being unprepared. I got some other stuff to go after. Um, yeah, when is that okay. coming up? That's uh, 287. Oh, 287, so yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm still focused. My brain's only going to 285. Mm-hmm. Next weekend, Jones, it's going to be a packed card um, next week. Hey, uh, tonight I want to give a shout out to this undefeated kid. I, right when I got home, I tuned in. Um, Trevor Peak, uh, he's 8 0 now. Uh, he was 7 0, and he went against a kid named Eric Gonzalez um, and ended up getting the knockout at 4.59 of the first round. I mean, the bell was ringing, and this guy went down. And so, but this Trevor Peake kid, undefeated, um, ex-street fighter, you know, uh, thanks God and and MMA for giving him a pass, but that kid throws every punch or kick with ill intent, like with everything he has. And I thought he was going to get tired going to the second round, but he just doesn't make it to the second round. He gets everybody, apparently. So that was a great fight to watch tonight. Yeah, there was one other. It was, uh, it was a boxing match for a uh, guy went down in 70 seconds of the first round. Wow. 
do. Um, so, uh, what do you think of uh, uh, Dover versus uh, Patty Pimblet? Pimblet. Pimblet. You uh, know, Patty Pimblet. Um, so, uh, I, I hope because Patty's good. He's got that that following and stuff. But he hasn't gone against anybody good. And Dover, I think. Uh, is, is going to be his his, his best uh, um, uh, con- contest yet. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. That um, Patty's got his following. I I, I got to get take Drew do- or Drew Dober's side, um, being a Colorado boy, and and meeting him and his coaches. Uh, but that'll be a good fight. Um, we'll see. I did yeah. end up pulling up the Alarmaine Sterling versus. Uh, <clears throat> um, uh, Henry Cajedo, so that's coming up, and that's the one you were talking about. And apparently, Sean O'Malley was offered the backup role for that and turned it down. So that tells me Sean O'Malley doesn't want to fight anybody good. He says, "Well, I'm rich mm-hmm. as f, you know, and I don't need that extra money." Yeah. No, you're you're dodging, in my opinion, you know, because if if you're a fighter, mm-hmm. the money it shouldn't be that important, you know. Uh, BJ Penn right. went on to be a world champ, and you know, did it. And BJ Penn was rich to start with, you know what I mean? The guy never right. had to fight. So again, he you fight to fight. The money is a bonus, and the fact right. that Sean O'Malley turned that down tells me Sean's not ready for the big leagues. Yeah. Hey Z, I'm sorry. I, I, you had to in the in the uh, in the offline and, and didn't even see it. It's my my fault. I apologize. Uh, welcome, Z. Oh no, no problem. Welcome. I just want to uh, 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 thank you very much, and um, I want to say hi to Bob. And I, I didn't catch everybody on the show, but I mean, it's I, I want right you know how I, I want to say hi to everybody. I heard what Bob said and. You're talking about a fighter's mentality. Um, people yeah. don't call it trenches for nothing. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Like really, you don't I call it the trenches for nothing. Trenches is not a beautiful thing. People think yeah, the trenches is like nowadays. You know, people say trenches. No, when you talk about trenches, that is absolutely the most dreadful warfare you're going to deal with. And I'm a military historian. Trenches came. From during near like the 1700s, when 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 one couldn't get a stand on another, they built trenches to keep what they had. That's all trenches are made for is to keep what you have. Trenches aren't made to advance things. Trenches are not a boxing thing. Trenches is not a fighting guard thing. To be honest, something like you have to deal with things. I understand the terminology, but when it comes down to it, it is not. That real real talk is when you deal with trenches and military warfare and and and, and point blank warfare, trenches aren't where you want to be dealing with fighting. In a in a in a hand to hand sport, you deal with trenches very very slightly and very fast, but you don't stay in those trenches. You do not stay in those trenches. I'm gonna let Bob talk more on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look at Tyson. You know, Tyson went out there to fight. Tyson wanted to prove, you know, in, in talking about he wanted to prove he was the best. <laughs> Meanwhile, he was getting all his money taken away by his promoter. You know, and he was fighting <laughs> to fight. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? He didn't care. He, you know, I mean, a fighter wants to fight, and that's all there is to it. 
and, and, and with O'Malley, you know, turning that down, that's just, you know, you, you don't, uh, yeah. A mentality. You kind of get in this sport to make money. A lot of people come from nothing and they, and they, and they want something. So they give it a shot. They've literally like myself, I've, I've fought for everything physically, emotionally, and mentally that I have in my life. But, you know, I, everything to me is a fight. But, uh, so, so Bob, so Bob, I'm, 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 I just want to ask you one question. When haven't you wanted to not be the best? Right. Never. There it is. There it is. Yeah, and that was the whole thing. You, you know, it's like when I, when I, uh, you know, there were several years left between me going from just a pro fighter to a gym owner to a promoter to a manager and all that kind of stuff. And the mentality in that time span uh, of the internet and all this stuff, like I would, you know, back in my day, my coach, Marie Smith would come to me and go, you ready to fight? I'm like, yep. And it didn't matter who or what or when or who, you know, you just went and you went there. And sometimes I was standing across with somebody smaller than me. Sometimes I was standing across somebody a hundred pounds bigger than me. It did you not matter. You, you know what? Yeah. The, in boxing, that's 1950s boxing. What you went through in right. 1950s boxing. Right. And then, you know, skip forward to where I'm, a, you know, my manager and stuff, and, and mm-hmm. I'm looking out for fighters, and I'm like, hey, you ready to fight? And they're like, well, I want to I wanna Facebook stalk him first, or I want to see him on the Internet. Like, huh? Like, <laughs> huh? 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 <laughs> what hard at? You're either that's ready, not hard. You're either that's ready, not hard. Yeah, you're either ready or not. And there's not a lot of heart in these today fighters. If they're doing it just for the Thank money, you. you need to step out of the way. Bob, I'm 49 years old, and everybody comes in that in that gym. I'm going to see Butch. Butch. Butch will tell you. Everybody that steps foot in that gym, I don't care what level you are, we going to touch. We going. We going to touch them up. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, That's why I love That's all. Listen, listen. Yeah. listen. 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 Afterward, let's play some poker, and you show me two of your three cards. You know what I mean? Like uh, that's the same thing. If you're gonna pull the right hand back, you might as well be showing me your cards. Who who said somebody's uh, punching and touching nipples after after that? Was it you, Bob? <laughs> I think it was you, Bob. You punching, yeah, you, Maybe. you pulling, you pulling back and rubbing your nipples. <laughs> Does nothing yeah. good in the fight. <laughs> they drop their hands. Everyone drops their hands. I'm like, I don't want to punch you in the nipple. Do you have sensitive nipples? Why are you trying to protect your nipples? Your there it is. I know it was you. Your hands are yeah. You know, keep those hands up. I want to punch you in the face. If your hands up are by your face to protect yourself, I don't know what to tell you because I'm not trying to punch you in the nipple. But that's mm-hmm. where your hands at. You know. Uh, Z just brought something up, and I think we need to do a PSA right now. Uh, they do have a gym that's opened, uh, I think, all the time. But one thing they do is they take kids in during the summer when the parents aren't are working and have nothing to do with the kids. They take them in and they treat they treat them like yeah, young athletes. 
they, they get them in shape, they do some reading, they do some boxing, they do, do all kinds of workout things. And then they give them lunch, which is fantastic. So Z, uh, give us the name of your gym so everybody in, in the Delaware area knows. Um, it's called uh, First State Boxing, a.k.a. the Fight Factory. And the program you're talking about is called Gloves uh, Against Drugs. Gloves Against mm-hmm. Drugs. We're located on 340 Robinson Lane, right in back right. of uh, Maryland, off Maryland Avenue, right in back of the flea market. So just, just to give everybody specific directions, off of Maryland Avenue, right in back of Maryland Avenue flea market in that industrial park. Go all the way back, plus that right, until you know, go all the way back until you can. You're going to go right. back right. to the F69 on the door. You see those two F69? That, that's us. Fight factor. Right. Yeah. Now we Good. have we have like we have some good fighters in there. We like we have really really we have a very good amateur fighter in there. A very tough pro named Anthony Dominelli. I'm going to shout him out. Anthony Dominelli. His father trains him, Michael Dominelli. Anthony is a very good amateur. When I say a very good amateur, I, when I see him turn pro, he has the power, kind of the explosiveness. To do, to do the darn thing when it comes pro. I'm going to give him a shout mm-hmm. out. I don't see many people that, that have that. Anthony has that to go ahead, and, and he has that instinct. He has that instinct. So I'm going to give him a shout out. Good deal. Good. Hey, Z, one of our former uh, favorites, Jeremy uh, Regadi, uh, was back in the uh, – in the ring the last uh, week uh, against uh, Jesus uh, Martina, uh, but it didn't last long. With uh, 71 seconds of the first round, uh, he was successful. I love saying Rick and the Al. Rick and the Al, I mean, at, at his peak, that guy, I mean, he did. Uh, uh, Nonito Donaire was supposed to be the master. He was bigger. I mean, when you're bigger, more explosive, you're the master. And I watched, and I caught that fight. You remember, everybody said no, 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 no. I said, Ring and the Owl's going to chop that kid apart. And Ring and the Owl chopped that kid apart. Mm-hmm. With that said, I watched Lomachenko being heavier, chop Ring and the Owl apart. When you talk about big mm-hmm. fights, those are the two ones you want to talk about with Rick and Dia. Every like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's other fights, and he has a big resume. He has a long like his like he has a resume. But when it comes to big fights, those are the two we talk about: the one he won, mm-hmm. impressively, and the one he lost when he was old. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I always gonna give Rick and Dia props, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. what it is. The uh, the other question I had for you was that uh, I guess Deontay Wilder is saying that if things don't go uh, with music and Fury, that he would like to have Fury. Um, what, do, what do you think? I know they're they're having a problem with um, money setting that fight up because Dubai doesn't yeah. want Fury evidently wants a lot of money, and yeah. uh, Dubai yeah. doesn't. Want to do it. Well, well, here's what I'm gonna tell you. Usyk, the actual money, yeah. Why not? This guy has been like his country's under siege right now. He's been banging out part time for his country. Like real right now, 
He's not even a full-time boxer to me. He's like what he did to Joshua is more impressive than anything. Because right now he's a soldier. I, I can't like one side or the other. I'm just talking about terms. I'm talking about the reality of things. This guy is a soldier. He's like he's not a full-time boxer. So to even talk those realms of him and Fury. I'm gonna wait till they go ahead and put that on a contract. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a page from my brother's book. I'm gonna wait till they put that on a contract. Then I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Bob, uh, Bob, what, what's what's your thoughts on? The, I know you have you had some stuff you wanted to bring up. Why don't you bring yours up now? Okay, yeah. So we got. Uh, uh, some news articles about Conor McGregor getting all drunk. I mean, he stole he 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 sold off proper twelve, but it looks like he's still drinking and he's part of the tough right now. Uh, tough thirty one mm-hmm. contestants. There's some uh, video chat of Conor McGregor uh, serving out proper twelve to the contestants on tough. So um, not you know, and 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 other the other fighters again are calling him out um, because again when when you become uh, a name. You, you kind of got to watch how you how you act or in the public, and and because mm-hmm. you got little kids and up and coming fighters, uh, you know, looking up to you and this and that, you know, and, and fame is a weird thing. No one no one ever knows how they're going to handle it. Some handle it good, some handle it bad, um, and and so, but there's a you know, I tell my fighters all the time, and especially in my kids' class because they don't understand. And I, I steal the Spider Man quote, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And uh, uh-huh. you you, you got to be, you know, I don't want to train bullies. I don't want to train, you know, people that go out there and use the stuff I teach them for ill intent. I want people, you know, my gym was called Seraphim. It's Seraphim's uh, an archangel out of the Bible. You know what I mean? You, It's in Isaiah. You know, we, we, we swoop down and take care of business when, when God asks us to, and otherwise we're there to protect them. You know, Bob, that's Bob, it. You know, you can, Bob, Bob uh, I have a question for you. How many punches do you pull nowadays? How many what? Say that again. How many punches do you pull? Like literally, well, I know I know you're active, and but how many punches do you literally say I'm not going to knock him out? I'm just going to touch this guy. Oh, all of them. I mean, yeah, any more oh. that that. that I mean, I, I have to when I'm teaching class and stuff like that. I can't hit anybody hard. You know, they're they're just they're they're still in training wheels. You know, and just like you, you know, I'm 48. I'm I'm 60 pounds overweight, and I I'll, I got metal knees and a metal neck. But everyone that comes into my gym is going to touch gloves with me first before I let them touch anybody else. Then I'm going to make sure you have control and you I respect the sport. I release you on any of my students. I love that. Why? Because somebody else is going to get hurt. You ain't going to hurt me. <laughs> no. What was that? <laughs> hey, blood clots, wounds heal, and chicks dig scars, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels good sometimes. You want me to be yeah, honest that's right. with <laughs> I'm 48 years old and got no problem showing up with a black eye and a fat lip. Yeah, we're, 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 we're yeah. crazy. We're crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. There's a fine line between crazy and stupid, and I push it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Understand, neither one of us are stupid, but we're stone cold. No, we're no. stone cold. I'm not stupid, but I'll be not crazy. 
Do you know karate? No, no crazy. <laughs> Great. But um, yeah, so in other news, um, we got, uh, uh, you know, coming back and talking about the, the uh, UFC champion Rodriguez is on Makachev. They're on uh, medical suspensions. Volkanovski and Josh Emmett are on medical suspensions. Um, and uh, Jeff Novitsky. Um, and Team Alex, they're all worried about the uh, Aaron Bla- or, uh, accusations from Team Volkanovski about um, taking, you know, Makachev getting those uh, what are they, banana bags. I don't know what else to call them, but for people that don't know, the, you can rehydrate. It's the same thing the paramedics would give you if you get dehydrated, you know. So that's the stuff mm-hmm. that's kind of going on in the news as far as MMA. Yeah, before we were you came on before I opened uh, uh, the mic, um, we were talking about the uh, Andrade and Blanchfield fight. Uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Bob's going to explain what he thought. I just said mine. What's your thoughts? Uh, was that uh, did you say Andrade and who? Blanchfield. Blanchfield, like we thought last week. Yeah, remember last we week. were talking about how. Uh, uh, Andrade was ranked number six, working on her way up to go against uh, Shevchenko again. And this Blanchfield yeah. wasn't even the top fifteen. And Andrade yeah. took it on a you know a week's notice, but yet got handled. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Andrade, you talking about the guy I always refer to as uh, in front of the car dealership, the wave guy? You know, no, you know no, what I mean? No. The, the two females. <laughs> Oh, These are talking, hold on, hold on. Oh, no. They were UFC headliners last week. Yo, she, she, yo by Cruz, by Cruz. Yeah. She got handled by Cruz? No, she got handled yeah, she got by, by, uh, by Blanchfield. Yeah, Jessica Andrade ended up fighting Jessica Aaron Andrade, Blanchfield. Jessica. Yeah, yeah and she lost supposed to fight Cruz coming up. I remember this yeah, happened. Yeah. Am, am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're so right. She was supposed to be like, right. uh, yeah, never happened her to go to this cruise. She got yeah. <laughs> All I have to say is, I love fighting. I, that's why I love fighting. Because LeBron doesn't right. win. LeBron, one slam dunk on LeBron, he's knocked out. <laughs> right. I love this thing, man. I love this thing. Somebody comes in more prepared, more mentally prepared, more physically prepared, more spiritually prepared. They have an edge over Every little thing. I'm going to let the champ talk more about that, but every little thing means something. Yeah, the funny part is she came on air, she said, I don't want to make this an excuse, but, you know, right when she was taking me down, my boob popped out, and I didn't want anybody to see it, so I was tucking that back in. That's why she got the win. And this yeah, is we fight and we girl. fight and we fight and ball, Bob, if a ball pops out on you, what you gonna do? You're gonna keep fighting. That's that that's survival. I don't give I don't give a damn. Yeah, my, I have no pride. I have no you know, but again we're talking about a girl who's got an OnlyFans page. Everyone done uh, seen her boobs. I mean and I tried to watch it. Really? <laughs> I was really close. Really, really I was really studying. <laughs> I didn't see the <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have left that loud. <laughs> I, I thought that, that funny. 
I was trying slow mo. I was looking every bit. I didn't see any boobs. <laughs> like the Super Bowl titty. I'm, I'm the wrong side. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but you can't but compare Jessica Andrade to, to Janet Jackson now. Come on now. Right. <laughs> I we we have to stop. We have to get it back to fight talk. We can't boob compare anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you started it. Hey, what do you think? I did. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jack coming back in. <laughs> He's fighting tonight. Voodoo Jack. Voodoo Jack. Oh man, that's yeah. that's a guy. Let me, let me talk about how you're talking about growth. He's the one guy that when you when you're talking about planting the seed and seeing like it, it grow to a tree, I watched him. He did it fast mm-hmm. and he did it very mature. Badu Jack is one of my favorite fighters. He's not the best guy. But he is, he's a guy that you cannot ever, ever come in that ring and underestimate. I seen him with a split skull. The ref said, let it go. And he, he, he went ahead and, like, like he, he fought. He fought, and, like, I, I really like Badu Jack. I seen his skill. The guy, at first, he got knocked out in, early in his career. But I watched, his, I watched his jab get better. And I watched him say, I'm not the most athletic guy, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to learn how to get effectively in on the inside. When you are, like, if you're not an outside guy, you don't have that physical talent, learn how to get in on on the inside and stay there. Mm -hmm. That's it. He didn't Mm -hmm. make it a sloppy fight because when he got there, he actually was a cleaner fighter on the inside. It Mm -hmm. only takes three punches in the move. When you're on the inside, it doesn't last long. Three punches in the move, and that's the most you're going to get. People move fast. So, yeah, I love Badu Jack. I love Badu Jack. I love him for what he has done. What he, like, the kind of game and the way he's brought himself up. Yeah. I, I'm going to give him all props. Okay. Hey, maybe you can explain to our, our, our fans about uh, Connor Ben uh, enrolling in the process for the WBC clean boxing program. Um, can you explain that first for them? I, I like that a lot. I like any uh, boxer, UFC, if you play uh, soccer or football, football, if you play any of that, you need to roll in something. If you hit, why? Because I watch people go to Congress hitting a, hitting a bat or hitting a ball with a bat. Mm-hmm. And nobody talks about people getting hit with fists. When it comes mm-hmm. down to certain things, that's why I respect Floyd Mayweather to a point. Why? Because he enrolled in the in the most legit drug, you know, as far as that goes, in the most legit, you know, drug, how I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. They're not preventative. When it comes to fights, you have to deal with that. I'm not, I, I, can, I can deal with getting hit, like, back the ball, that's all love. When it comes down to hitting mm-hmm. a person, we don't do that. We do not do that. Mm-hmm. All tests need to be like, the best of tests needs to be provided. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't hit people you don't hit people like you hit a ball. I'm not trying to hear that. Right. That's why that's why right. I, I kind of been the best he does. I, I, I support him. I salute. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I noticed in the, in the trades lately that uh, Eddie Hearn's trying to put uh, together a, a fight with uh, Dmitry Bivol and uh, Arthur Bedebev uh, for Dubai. Um, I guess one the question is, will it come about? And two, who do you think will win? To answer number one, I really, really am wishing for that fight. That is the top, like, you're talking about the top of the light heavyweight division. At 175, right. you have no better, and that kind of proven it. All, all both fighters mm-hmm. hands. Different promotions, but we've seen them fight, like, top guys. Both of these guys are top guys. So I'm not even going, uh, you know, nah. They both, people talk about, uh, they're going to be Canelo. No. Do not underestimate better be at. He's beaten mm-hmm. guys. I thought I think could have beat Canelo too. To be honest, when you, when you move to one seventy five, I mean things get different. Yeah, Canelo. I don't think Canelo could have beat Yardy like that. Mm-hmm. Canelo would have. Yardy's problem is his energy. Outside of that, Yardy can fight. I watched him fight his behind or against better be at. The only thing was, mm-hmm. better be a better amateur boxer, which, which we, uh, me and Tom, like, I, we stated this. He's a better amateur boxer, so he's going to get at you. He's going to get at you. Mm-hmm. Better amateur boxer, they are going to deal with that stamina as it comes up. The better, when the guy has certain sort of background experience, I'm going to call it background experience, then they're going to, mm-hmm. like, even MMA and, and boxing, when they have background experience, they're going to do better. The guys that come off a of Dana White show, I'm not a big Dana White fan. He has some things going on. But the guys that come off this show, they tend to do better than everybody else. For a reason. For a reason. Why? Because these guys have had seven fights for first experience. During their, during their seven fights for first experience. You know how much I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that means so. When it comes down to certain things, yeah, Bivol and Brother and, 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 and BF, I would love to see it because each guy matches up good. Who do I think would win? Bivol is young. I think he, mm-hmm. out, he would, I think he has more potential to outlast Brother BF. At the same time, I'm, I'm, I, if it's fine, I'm going to study and I'll pick it. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love okay. I wish that fight would be made. Okay. There's another one coming up that uh, I think we're all interested in. That's Tank Davis and uh, Ray Garcia. Brian Garcia, rather, uh, for the 22nd of April. Yeah, another one that I kind of wish they had mixed, but um, I, I honestly think the other one is closer to me and me. Actually, mm-hmm. I think that Tyson Fury and, and, and Usyk is closer to be made than that. These guys have been talking mm-hmm. back and forth for years, and they I don't think Ryan Garcia is ready at this point. Um, he's been doing more talking than fighting. And Davis has been doing more fighting. The guy who's been mm-hmm. – I don't care the five differential, this and this and that. The guy who's been banging out more, I'm going to pick him compared mm-hmm. to the guy who's talking about. Um that's why Tyson Fury and, and, and little Tommy Fury and, and, and that, 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 the internet guy, uh, I forget his name. I don't, I don't mean to disrespect him like that, but the internet guy, 
Yeah, yeah, them niggas, yeah. Yeah, they, they, that's why I have problems picking those two. Because Jake Paul actually is physically better. Jake Paul, I mean, Tyson Fury has a little more experience in boxing. He doesn't have too much more. So that's, that's almost a pick-up fight. But I'm going to go ahead and always get, if y'all boxing, I'm going to give it to the show guy. The guy, the, 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 the guy, because Tommy Fury not going to knock him out. That's the only thing. Right. I don't care how Tommy Fury does, and, and I'm sorry to, uh, you know, move on to this one, but I don't care how Tommy Fury does. He doesn't knock Jake Paul out. They're going to keep Jake Paul moving. That's it. I could watch Jake Paul get his behind whoop for eight rounds, because they're not going to do ten. I watched him get his behind whoop for eight rounds. They might do six. As long as he goes. He's going to win. Unless Tommy Curry goes ahead and, and he can have two knockdowns, Jake Paul is going to win. Just keep him moving. That's the part I have a problem with. I don't mind boxing promotion because boxing promotion stops. But when it comes down to certain things, they're going to keep that kid moving no matter what. I don't like that aspect of what's going, going to happen in the fight. That's all. Right. Okay. So Bob, we got <clears throat> got the last question for you. <clears throat> Francis Nagano is having uh, ongoing talks with Bellator about boxing and mega deal. You think that's going to happen? I'd like to see it happen. I don't think Bellator is going to. I mean, put the money up. Bellator doesn't get enough kudos. It's it, it, uh, you know uh, the UFC keeps Bellator in the shadows, but I think Bellator should get a, a better lineup. But for them to uh, broaden out into boxing as well, I mean, it, then it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of changing the, the tone of the fight. You know, you've got boxing fans, you've got USC fans. I mean, I'd go, personally, I'd go to a fight that was half boxing, half MMA. Um, mm-hmm. But some mm-hmm. people wouldn't. So that's that's because I'm a, I'm a fighter. Like I I want to watch people fight. I don't care how you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like the the two man enter one man leaves kind of concept. You know, but uh, uh, to work out a dispute. <laughs> but is is, is uh, Bellator gonna pick up boxing? I don't think so. I mean, unless they're gonna try mm-hmm. to do a super niche to try to pass the UFC, it's just I, I don't see it happening. Nugano really wants. You know, he, he wants to ride his name right now because his name is the top. He, he left the champion. Uh, you know, he, he's looking to get a payday right there before he, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, retires or whatever it goes on to. But, again, us, us UFC guys, I can't outbox a boxer. I'll, I'll fight mm-hmm. anybody, but I won't. I can't out, I'm, I can't out uh, grapple a jiu-jitsu guy. But if I start punching mm-hmm. him, it's a different story. You know what I mean? Like, it, like I'm a mixed martial artist. Like, I can't specialize. I can't go do what Z do, and I can't go do what what black belts in jujitsu do. You know, uh, I, I just yeah. You could beat I, everybody I in between. Ball. Everybody in between, you yeah. could beat the hell up out. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I I I'm not gonna. I can't beat you at your rules. You know, that, that's all there is to it. If there's, exactly. You know, it's like I told my students, there's a difference between sport fighting, street fighting, self-defense. All that stuff is mm-hmm. different. You know what I mean? So you, you don't get the one-punch knockouts when you're a sport fighter. you got to set stuff up because that person's mm-hmm. good, too. Martial mm-hmm. arts will work against someone who's never trained, but a good wrestler mm-hmm. will take them all down. 
you know what I mean? Like, it's, so it, it, again, you have to be well-rounded to have a chance anymore in, in the UFC, but I can't drop the UFC and, 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 and go specialize in boxing and be the best boxer on the planet when those guys have been training only boxing for the last 30 years. Bob, just would, can't you, do it. Would, 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 you sit, would you sit there and let me tell you something. And we talked about this last week about uh, Deontay Wagner and Francis Ngannou. What I would love is I would love a cross thing to where they kind of, yeah, you throw punches, you can't throw kicks, but you could kind of have the grapple takedown. Right. Like that, well, that, that so that's counts. like the like, like, yeah, right. I would, so I would, I would think like and, and, yeah, that would be and cool. I've been thinking a lot about altering rules. Like I've been like, because I don't like like I don't like boxing promotion. I'm and UFC promotion has a monopoly to me. So like, yeah. all of this, like one 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 doesn't even fight the other. One, you know, they they just beef. I guess that's the word I can call. They beef so much or, or disagree so much. They don't even want to make money together. And the other right. guy, like if you don't even like, you can't even come in his room. They, I like. I would like a cross section. I would love a cross section. I think fighters would love it for the fact. But like, I, like I think uh, when I think about fighting, in all honesty, fighting comes down to one thing: a man standing or a man down on his back. On his back. Right. We we can have a man well, go ahead and hop, hop on him while he's on his back and beat the hell out of him. But when you talk about boxing and MMA, give them both a shot. Give them both a shot. Do not put an MMA guy in just box. That's getting whacked to me. It's getting it's getting stupid. Put a guy. Right. Give a, everybody a He's shot. Crossover. And you know, give, just give everybody in a fight because you're fighting. This is not to be mistaken. You're making money, but damn that, you are actually in a fight the way you can get hurt. Cross that over. Do not put a guy in one room. Do not make a guy play golf on the tennis court. Don't do that. Right. There you I go. Why? That, you not go. when they can get hurt. Not when they miss it. Do that when golf and tennis is involved. When, when people are going to go to the hospital afterwards, do not do that. Don't even play that game. Give everybody a shot. That's all I ask. Well, yeah, and it was like that, like when I first started, like when when I first got into MMA, uh, it, like we still had to explain it to people, you know, I'm like, hey, they're like, what do you do? Yeah. Is it bloody? Is it WWE? I'm like, no, it's two people. We go in there and fight for real. They're like, then you got the people like, well, WWE is real. I'm like, no, WWE is real athletes that have a predetermined fucking ending. You know what I mean? Like they already know who's going to win before they get in the ring. You know, that's already predisposed, you know, so it's all about there how bad levels, you can hurt yourself. There are levels to getting hurt. There are levels, I'm not saying yeah, these but, guys but, don't get yeah, hurt, but okay. there are levels to getting hurt. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, they, they they hurt themselves, you know. I mean, you could always tell when Hulk there Hogan was going to bleed because they had they used to tape up uh, razor blades in their wristbands. You know, this stuff is real. Look it up. And then, but then back in the day before MMA came the out, because they were right. And people, I try to explain to people, they're like, what are you talking about, human cockfighting? I'm, no, it's just like this is two consenting adults going in and, and competing. But uh, it started out, the Japanese had what was called shoot boxing, and that was awesome. That's where, like, Don Fry and those guys, yeah, yep. where you'd go in with boxing gloves, and you would do it's a kickboxing fight. I remember boxing, that. And you, could, and you could take people down. But then it was, it was, that was before Pride, right? 
That was before Pride, right. And then, yep. then they shipped yep. the gloves down to the four months and stuff like that. So a shoot boxing promotion would be cool. Mm. That way everyone, all the boxers and MMA guys could meet there. If they wanted to try their skills in the sun, because that would give them both an advantage. I mean, it would take away from the jiu-jitsu guys and the grappling guys and stuff like that. But, you know, the, it, would, it, would, it, would, it would be able to put kickboxers against boxers and, and even get some wrestlers in there. You know, because you, you get a nice Greco-Roman toss on somebody, yep. and you can knock them out with a, with, with a toss. With a point. So, with a point. I'd like yep. to, maybe, yeah, I'd maybe like to see shoot boxing come back out so they can meet in the middle yeah. there. But what they're doing right there now, is. doing these crossovers, it's not working. It's just not working. No, because uh, it's all one-sided. That's all I mean. I mean, I'm not going to, as I say, I'm not going to put a golf guy on a tennis court. It doesn't matter. Yep. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put a boxing guy in a pure MMA. That would be ludicrous. Well, like when I was, going, exactly. When I was first starting, people were like, hey, that sounds dangerous. I'm like, there's more knees blown out in tennis than there is in MMA. So I, I don't want it, to. It's all perspective. You know, it's how you look at it. Is it if you can remove the quote unquote violence, of our sport, <laughs> it's nothing but dangerous chess. You, you know what I mean? It, it, it's a chess game. And if you can't see it for that, well, you're so caught up in the the badness of it or the bad vibe. Oh, my gosh, they're slapping and punching and kicking. Well, whatever. I'm sorry, Sally. You know? Let me tell you something. I box and I train in the Muay Thai camp. One thing, I got knee in the face two times. The third time... <laughs> The third time, they, when they brought that knee up, they received the point of my elbow right on their knee. Talk about that. Yep. Why? Because you ain't going to knee me in the face three times. Right. I saw stars the second I time. Guy, I, like, I said, oh, oh, this dude, like, and he, he, he's sparring for a fight, so I can't tell him don't do it. <laughs> can't say nah. Don't I go, do if you bob and weave like a boxer, you better not bend your head forward because I'm going to bring a knee to it. You better have that body straight up and down when you spot them. Yeah, that's it. Enough said. Enough right there said. <laughs> Almost reshaped my nose. <laughs> I, I tell people I have a Roman nose. It roams all over my face. <laughs> not, not, not the Christians to say the same thing, too. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're right at the end of our hour here, guys. Uh, Z, I love love it when you're on here and you you can break everything down for us and show us everything. Bob, your knowledge of MMA and UFC is is just uh, astounding. Uh, Bob, you want to lead us out? Sure, we'll do another great week. Thanks, Z. Uh, Missing. Ty and Tony and Caden, uh, thanks, Frank, for putting it on. Um, arbitrary shout-out. Uh, one of my new managers threatened me at work, so I have to say Puxatani Phil is upset that Khabib Ooh. never went to 1-7. That's all I got to <laughs> say. <laughs> so <laughs> a name has been hidden to protect those individuals. So Puxatani Phil <laughs> upset about Khabib never going to 170. All right. Other than that, God bless our family. God bless everybody. Z, how's your mom, by the way? I hope she's doing well. God bless her. A matter of fact, a matter of fact, thank you for asking. Today's her birthday, and she got out the hospital. She got out of everything. She's out at my brother's house, so everything is is perfect. It's been a good day today. Beautiful world. I normally don't say that, but 
it's been a it's been a very good day today. So. All right, and then our fight, uh, fighting words, fans, keep those chins down and eyes up, and we'll see you next week. See, I want you to tell Bernice that uh, we send her love and glad she's out of the hospital and a very happy birthday. You want to leave us out? No doubt. Um, I want to thank Bob. I mean, I really, really appreciate yours, Bob's, and everybody's kind words. I miss Caden on here, and don't, 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 don't that I, I forget about him. I missed him on here, so. Especially that, yeah, he's a little sick tonight. All right, well, I wish him the best. I really, yeah, get better real quick, Kate. Um, but yeah, Bob, I mean, uh, Butch, I want to thank all my Fighting Words family. These shows are in memory of Bob, Coach Mel, and Dr. Chris. Anyone wants to hear any Fighting Words, please do call. Great. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being on, and it's been, it's always great. It's Saturday nights, like sitting around the house talking to each other, and I uh, really enjoy it. Uh, we we start uh, March 1st, we start our 18th year on the air, and uh, I am so proud of what Bobby and and uh, Aaron and uh, Adam Jaco had started and allowed me to be part of this. So uh, uh, to those guys, uh, we wish them the best. Uh, Bob, uh, Coach Mel, we know you're looking over us. Uh, Dr. Chris, we know you're the one that puts the joy and love into this as everything he always did. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces and the men and women of police and fire services. When you're out there and see somebody in, in uniform, please give them a, a chance. Uh, not everybody in uniform is bad. And according to, to uh, what happened in Philadelphia last week, uh, we can prove that uh, not everybody is bad. Um, these programs are brought to you are also dedicated to those who lost their lives in line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman Jeffrey Colfax, Patrolman Jeffrey uh, David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazowitz, Sergeant Thomas Banger, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Henler, Lieutenant, I'm sorry, Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Offal Crispin, Lakeland PD, Patrolman Charlie Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department, Sergeant Chris LeVay, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police, Deputy Deputy Josh Meyer, Nassau County Sheriff's Department, Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Captain uh, Lieutenant Artis Hope, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Fikes, Wilmington Fire Department. Trooper Cho- Joe Bullock, Cho- Florida Highway Patrol. Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Chief Al Hogle, Longwood Key Police Department. Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department. <coughs> Deputy Mike Hardgrove, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department. Deputy Blaine Lane, Polk County Sheriff's Department. Deputy Chris Meyer, uh, Polk County Sheriff's Department. And Temple University. Uh, Sergeant uh, Christopher Fitzgerald. My brothers and sisters, may, <clears throat> although you may be 10 7 this time, sometime we'll be 10 10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the rose rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields and the sunshine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the hollow of his hand. Good night. God bless and have a great week. And please be careful out there. 
Good night, Bob. We love you and we miss you.